Just a few film nerds breaking out of a rut Drooling over cinema that's hard and uncut Stick us in your ear, drill to this month's picks And come and listen in, we're measuring Sometimes you gotta throw up apple on the show <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anytime I sit down to work these microphones, I just start with a breakfast of apples and milk. <laughs> something that looks... As much froth as possible. Yeah, something that's going to look good and sexy on the carpet. <laughs> All right. Mm. Are you ready? Patreon, right? <laughs> oh, God, yeah, totally. Sweet. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> was it me, like, horking over? It was, me? yeah. I'm just gonna go now. Now I'm done. Go now. Okay. Hello, now or- go now. Fuck. <laughs> Back to this old chestnut. Carl, it's one of my favorite. Back things to this to do. old chestnut. God damn it! I should have seen it coming, and I didn't. <laughs> because I had done it on accident. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Planet. Fuck. Welcome to Planet of the Flicks. <laughs> today we'll be covering measuring, measuring the apes. <laughs> We're gonna measure all the apes today. Do it up. Shit. Hello everyone, welcome to Measuring Flicks, I'm Carl Hartley. And I'm Max Peterson, and there was a struggle that you did not rough, hear, listener. That was a rough bit of business. We made it in, we got in the door. We, we gotta get some uh, Patreon exclusive behind the scenes front matters. I won't even, oh my god dude, we're on Patreon, I won't even have to cut it out. I oh, can just shit. leave it as That's part right. of the Patreon episode. <laughs> yeah, they're already we'll here get the, the opening intro music and behind it I'll oh. slowly fade in the fuckery that everyone just heard. Oh, son of a bitch. Um, so, so, welcome to 26. 70 26 the year 2670 kids for the final yeah what was the the year when shit goes legit bad is like 36 30 something 36 30 something. something it's another 50. thousand years hundred yeah. years thousand years we, have a math thousand, work? we got a thousand years ahead of it yes um so today we are talking about the fifth and final of the original five planet of the apes movies. can i go right off the bat do you want me to t- tell what the movie is first? Oh, yeah. Sorry. I'm so excited. <laughs> it's okay. So today we're talking about Battle for the Planet of the Apes, 1973, directed by J. Lee Thompson. This is the returning director from Conquest of the Planet of the Apes. Um, story by the same guy, Paul Den, uh, Den? Paul Den, I think it is. And then the screenplay is by, I think, a husband and wife, which I thought was cool because it's same last name. Right. One man, they one They were woman. the team. Um, starring Roddy McDowell, Natalie Trundy returns. This is her third Apes movie. Uh, Claude Akins, Austin Stoker as McDonald, which will this is where we'll get into talking about the weird <sighs> why mental gymnastics yeah, of Christ. McDonald, um, and then finally Paul Williams as uh, 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 Virgil. Bird and I g- had a brain flip when it came to Paul Williams, but you have a note you want to hit, so we'll go for it. This movie's dumb. It's dumb. This is a really stupid. I'm movie. gonna go right off the bat. My one word review to you last night was <sighs> cheated. Like I, we went. If you listen back to episode four, Conquest of the Planet, I really enjoyed that movie. Right. So I was fully prepared for a finale to this this whole journey because it's been such a joy. Yeah. I've never felt so fucking cheated. It goes out with by a movie. I will actually read you, I'll read you my last note you just a, because I can't believe how many notes you have, Carl. It's mostly Carl bullshit. So. <laughs> So I feel fucking cheated. It's like I just walked in on my Planet of the Apes movie and she's seriously getting mouth fucked by a circus clown. That's how I feel about this movie. Like, honey, I'm home. I'm home early. I brought I brought di- dinner. 
Hello? Don't come in here. What is, Don't come Planet in here. Planet of the Apes, what is happening to you? And who is this person? It's Pennywise. Everything fucks down here. I'm like, what are you doing? No. I loved no. you so much. And I throw the fucking boxes of fucking Chinese food at both of them. And I storm out. And I grab the cat on the way out the door. I'm like, fuck you. I'm never coming back. The wor- Except for my record collection. I'll get that on Tuesday because I know you're working and you you won't be home. And I have a list of all of them, so they better all be there. And you can't be mad at Pennywise because it's Stephen King. That's what he's, that's what he's so gonna do. It's not Pennywise's yeah. fault. He it's didn't not. do this. It's the fucking Planet of the Apes. I just spit all this over This movie you. makes me so mad, except for the end, which makes me happy because we'll get to it. The the end. Because I the- have I have a <laughs> I have a production. I have a I have a pitch for you that I want to do on mic. Okay, we'll do that when we get to the end. Oh my I god, like it's it. gonna be beautiful. You're gonna want to do it. <laughs> Is this like the idea to recut for? Because I ain't got time for that. Shit. No, but this will be like season five when, when we're okay. both independently wealthy and okay. we have a budget season, to do things. I like that we are slowly planning like decades out on this show. But like, we might actually be able to crowdfund this motherfucker because it's gonna be awesome. We'll find out. Right. I, I want to hear your pitch at the end of the at the end of the episode, since this episode won't take particularly long. I have a teaser for you. Give me a teaser. Old people. Old people. Well, Nursing do they, home do they never get older and never die? Nope. It's not Cocoon. No, it isn't. <laughs> okay. Starring old people. <laughs> Starring old people. Yes. <laughs> That's the teaser you're giving me? That's the teaser. For I'm the, already in. For the pitch that I have. I don't even care what the project <laughs> is. Starring old people. I'm yes. in. Um, <laughs> all right. So uh, this is like my fourth time using this note, but this is just what this film franchise is doing to me. My first note is... Previously on Planet of no, the No, seriously. Apes, Bible study edition. God damn it. Dude, I mean, I, I understand they're trying to give me the framing device where they're like, this is the this future is and they're reading the history. Mm-hmm. So, but part of the problem with that is if this is all what that guy's telling me and he's reading from their big ape Bible. Who knows? I know how much of the actual Bible that I trust. So is this... This movie's just a story being told to children. Right. So it could have, it could be whatever. Punched up a little bit, mm-hmm. full of lies. Right. Maybe not, though. Sometimes uh, in the in the far future, who knows what texts will survive. Someone might actually think Alice in Wonderland is a factual. Is legit. Legit. So that was my only issue with it. Although, given how bad it makes the gorillas look at the very end, I thought, and also, this is kind of interesting. What if the book that they're being read from, this history book or the Bible or whatever, mm-hmm. is the in scrolls? Because this is a thousand years before Planet of the Apes. And yes. I was thinking about this. In the future, in Planet of the Apes, there's only 13 scrolls or 14 scrolls, but mm-hmm. we find out that Dr. Zaius knows of all the way up to at least 29. And I think these are some of the lost the scrolls. The lost scrolls. Because, because spoilers in, at the end. Well, in this one, apes and humans, the story these kids are being told, apes and humans are living together. They found they found their peace. Right. In a way to live together. Right. Because we... Uh, spoilers. Double, it doesn't, double yeah. spoilers yeah. at the end when we pan to the who the guy's talking to, who Virgil's talking to. It's human children and ape children yeah. learning together. And you're like, oh, it's a happy future. But we still and have then, a thousand years. A, and a thousand years from now, this history is lost because their version of the Bible, which is also their version of history, they just use the Bible as a tech, as a historical text. And they chucked them in the ocean. They're Man, the Dead Sea Scrolls now. Man and ape have never lived together That man has always been dumb And hasn't been able to speak That's kind of trippy Seeing this and seeing There's a couple moments in here That where 
my biggest gripe about four was that four spent the entire film just rehashing just fleshing out the small world details from three it basically exists to explain th- the third film yeah that was a huge gripe there was some stuff in here that i thought was kind of cool it got me from like a you remember in Force Awakens, the second you see the Millennium Falcon, you, yeah. you get that swell like, of like, it's the fucking Falcon. Yeah. And then seeing the Millennium, I'm getting chills talking mm-hmm. about it, but when you see the Millennium Falcon fucking flying and still kicking ass, and you're like... But you can't help but be joy. So like, beautiful. The joy. Kevin Smith has a theory that in the next movie, there's they're like, who's going to die? Who are they going to kill? And he goes, I don't think they're going to kill any anybody. They're going to blow up the they're Falcon. They're going to blow up the Falcon. God damn it. I will die. They're going to kill. I'll stop watching Star Wars movies yep. if they kill the Falcon. Well, I said that when they blew up the Enterprise the first time. But the Enterprise and the, the Falcon has more. There have been a lot of Enterprises throughout That's the true. film. That's true. Right. There's only ever been one Millennium Falcon. That is the most. It's the most iconic ship in the series. It's one of the most iconic yeah. things in the series. It's, it's one of the most iconic things. You show the Falcon to anybody. It hits me harder than li- like lights. I love a good lightsaber sound. Anytime I hear a Tie Fighter noise, those yeah. Tie Fighter noises, I'm like, yes, I love but it. You know the whine of that fucking engine, the Falcon, the- dude. Mm-hmm. Hearing that hyperdrive fail lights up every. It literally womp womps them. The hyperdrive womp womps them, dude. Like so much of my childhood, if they kill the Falcon, I'll die. But like watching this Planet of the Apes movie, seeing Ape City, like in its nascent stage before it's actually like buildings and they've got their councils and their churches, seeing it as huts and hearing it called Ape City, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh fuck, that's Ape City. Yeah, I dig that. Later, there's another one, and I'm guilty pleasure. I'll fully cop to it. When we see the Alpha and Omega bomb, and I knew what it was, I was like, oh my god, it's the bomb. That is the bomb from two. That is the bomb from two. And then they kind of heavy-handed at the end, but the first time I saw it, and they're like, if I don't come back, launch this fucker. And I'm like, that is the goddamn, that's the Alpha Omega bomb from two. I was like, that guy, they got me. It's in, it's in ape control? Uh, no, it's in the city. It's in That's, New York City. Yeah, but they were that was eight management. Eight management is where they are. Eight management is is like the yeah I guess because it's like the broader building. Because mm-hmm. like, that was the dude left over from the first one. That was the the yeah the it's, governor's it, one of the aides or whatever. <laughs> it's Tim, not Carl Hartley. Not Carl Hartley shows up as the as the leader because I think the governor. Does, I he, can't even remember. Does he die at the end of two um, or does Caesar spare him? Caesar spares him, but at he the dies. End of four. Yeah, <laughs> he totally but he dies. dies of radiation or whatever. So. The next, yeah, the nuke gets him. Yeah, um, there was this. This has some cool moments. Another one of the cool moments I thought was when we see the humans and they've got like low grade radiation. They've got the burns. They're and the slightly skins. deformed. Yeah. They from, haven't gone because we have another thousand years for them to get all noodle face. Two thousand years. Oh shit! Right. So this is. This a is thousand years before the thousand years before the goddamn. Right. This is like 19. This is probably the year 2000. This is like 2000 something. They, well, they say 12 years at one point, and then later they say it's been 24 years. Five, okay. So let's say 12. Right. If it's 12, that would make it 2003. 2003, because the last one took place in 1991. So, okay. 2003. So we still have. Uh, three th- like we have like almost sixteen hundred years, it's like eight, yeah, sixteen sixteen hundred and fifty ish years, but we have a long we fucking a long time. time yeah. We have a millennium and change. So one, I don't believe that the bomb <laughs> like maintains working order for sixteen hundred. No, years. I think yeah. <clears throat> Although the psychic humans do seem to have fairly advanced technology, so they maybe they fixed it. Up. it yeah. 
And they but, put mag crystal as a control panel. Right. This they is now a different have Superman technology. Panel. They've right. The when Kal El came and the Kryptonians their, landed yes. on the planet of the apes. Marlon Brando. Ah, you've, you fucked up your your Alpha and Omega device. We can fix that for you. What you gotta do is you gotta <laughs> I'll show you. Have you heard of crystals? Crystals are great. It's like Mike Tyson and Marlon Brando had a baby. He just puts some butter on them. <laughs> just butters up some crystals. He's like, because they don't they don't slip they down. Go, they go inside you. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You gotta sit on the crystals to launch the bomb. They're like. I don't stick know the, if that's true, stick, strange alien stick, man. Stick the, stick the crystals in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a pig? <laughs> oh my god! We can't. We can't well, go down this we're, road. We can't call back to season one. That's oh, I mean, we, we can. can. <laughs> <laughs> but why would we pick would that we? movie to do it on? Because Brando. That is true. Um, okay, so one of the other. There's one more little like throwback callback, e thing, that I kind of dug, but. The Marlon Brando bit derailed me, and I don't remember what it is. <laughs> Sorry. So here's, let's jump back to the beginning of the film really quick. They, <laughs> they show so much of the th- third and fourth films. It's obnoxious, dude. It's crazy. It's like ten. And the weird fucking thing is, I wrote this down. They the it's again I have big problem big problems not like oh it's kind of quaint and fun I have actual issues with the editing in four and especially in five the editing it's is a bullshit mess, dude the the scenes that they show from three and four to like catch us up to speed are like picked at random mm-hmm. they just like what are you showing me why are we, why are we seeing this particular scene what's really stupid is they do a shitload of voiceover and then the second they cut back to the second and third movies. If you're gonna show me disjointed shit that doesn't make any sense, give me the voiceover to carry me through. Mm-hmm. Where it's like this: there were two apes, Cornelius and Zira, and they were captured by the government, and they told of this history. Now I have context, but they cut the voiceover out and then just show you random scenes from the second, from the third and fourth films, and the 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 scenes that they cut together don't they do not tell a story. They just are like fun moments from right. the three and four. Hey, remember this fun moment. That's literally what I think it is, dude. I think it was like the editor and the director being like, everybody loved this scene. Yeah, that's everybody exactly loved this what it scene. is. That's all it is. From It's scenes from three and four that they thought either looked cool or like fans reacted well to. And they cut them all together and they put them at the top of this movie kind of for no reason. It's weird, dude. It's really weird. And this is kind of, you know, in the opening, what, like one minute? <laughs> this is where the movie kind of takes a shit. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Right Title when, card. Yeah. Once the you know once the disc menu pops up and you hit the play button, <laughs> that's where it just hill. goes wrong. Right. <laughs> this is not Fuck. a good film. However, I know you don't like this movie. No. The ending sucks. Yeah. I'm with you on both counts. Mm-hmm. But some parts of this movie are so shit and so dumb that they become fun. Okay. The Mad Maxi stuff. Oh no no. Oh, I have plenty of notes about that. I know you do. But I I just remind wanna, me. Did I tell you I have a pitch for you? You do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Look, we're probably going to go through this episode being fairly mean, but I want to give it its its kudos up top. There's a couple of scenes in here that are just so dumb shit and like <laughs> like wacky off the wall that they end up being fun. Yes. This movie is more charming than 4. Oh, yeah. But also somehow more boring than 4, and I thought 4 was pretty boring. I was so bored. This Ooh. movie this movie just doesn't 
There's no point. No, Here's my problem. This movie with, doesn't need to exist. Neither does. I know you like four, and but I, it doesn't. I, no, I would agree that four doesn't have to exist. exist either. These movies are just. Three has a perfect. We had talked about it. three has a perfect. That mama end. Yeah. Perfect. Done. Because we know what happens. Give me the trilogy. End with mama, and you're like, that is so dark. Because when you fast, it's that's that it. That hold is like such a strong. It's dude. That's like the end of Inception, where you're mm-hmm. like, "Will it? Won't it? Will it? Won't it?" I love it's it. It's amazing that we don't have the answer, but this we do because we know what's gonna happen. Right? They just they. But then f- they're like, "We're gonna make two fucking movies about bullshit." Four was four was pretty unnecessary. Five is like the least. It's there's so no redundant. Reason, there's no reason for this movie Five to is, exist except to cash in on the franchise. That's it. This is a money grab. They're kind of all money grabs, as you pointed out. But Everything this after one, one is. The money grab. This is the one that should not have been made. What? Well, we talked about it briefly on four, and now let's get it right out in the open. So, guys, the movie's about the the big clash. Who will take over? Is it the men or is it the apes? It's the battle for the pl- wait. It's the battle for the planet of the apes. Feel like I feel like it's in the title. Who wins? And also, this is the fifth film. Did you see the first one? Hmm. This movie has... They've only been talking about it for four movies. No matter what they do, they can't... No. They, they couldn't... They tried to force stakes into this movie, but it just doesn't wash because you know what happens. Exactly. The next movie in the series is the first one. Yes. Boom. Ne- next up, Planet of the See Apes. how that happens? It, it's done. We don't... It, we're caught in a loop. We're caught in a... In a they do this. It's 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 twelve monkeys, man. It's the whole exactly. Thing. It's yeah. like here comes here comes the humans. Are they gonna win? I'm sitting on the couch. I'm like, no, uh, no, they don't. Actually, they what happens is they lose, and then the monkeys. I mean, the apes take over the planet, and then the they event- even try to fucking like pull the wool over our eyes with, with the fake with the fake happy ending a thousand years before the with the apes and humans living together with the lawgiver. Yeah, but it's a, because it's a thousand. Because years it's a before. thousand years later. But I even I missed that too. Actually, until we started talking about it. Oh, you thought it was. I awesome. thought I thought maybe they changed the future because Caesar decided to show humanity, and he did until that last stupid frame. <laughs> right, so fucking stop it. <laughs> but but what I thought looking at that was that oh, we did change the future, and now apes and humans will live together in oh. harmony. They do for a while. They do for is a, what I'm just now realizing. For a chunk for about a, a chunk, thousand years. But that thought, yeah, for about a thousand years. Not six hundred until years. something. We assume that something would happen, and then the next thousand years, humans become dumb and blah blah blah. We get back right. There. Uh, you know. So they in, do. They they still try to give us that happy fucking Hollywood ending here in this one, even still knowing. That a thousand years later doesn't fucking matter. So right. what are you doing? That to me? opening date, when you see the opening date, you're like, we're not there yet. What's really dumb is if you, well, then again, remember these movies came out like once a year. So the first one had was about five years in the past, and yeah. no one's seen it again. Maybe they forgot the year the Earth explodes. Maybe they forgot Probably. because maybe people because like you did, and you just watched it. So when you're watching it, you're like, hey, maybe the future was changed. When I I remembered the year was three something because mm-hmm. Zira says it. She's like thirty six something right. something. And uh, so when I saw 26, I'm like, okay, so we started the movie a thousand well, years Well, it's before. also the lawgiver, so we know that that's... Right. That would be like Jesus talking. Right. Je- <laughs> exactly. We're watching We're watching the lawgiver, and then we end with the statue of Caesar. Crying. <sighs> so stupid. Fucking dumb. They, I almost broke my they f- disc. 
Dude, they never they, again shall you go in this playoff. They biffed it so hard. My PlayStation Four is never going to play the same because of it how was fucking like, hard they biffed it. It was the like ending. the parallel bars, but yep. they're like, oh shit, I keep fucking they up. They snap both of their wrists. Yeah, they're on like the busting fingers and like smacking their knees, and you're like, the judges are watching and they're like, this is Ooh. a nightmare. But maybe they'll Ooh. stick the landing. We cut to commercial. And then she lets go of the bar. And lands and breaks her neck and dies, and you're like, yeah, we're going to have to give this a zero. <laughs> After both knees buckle and snap. Right, she lands on her head and somehow breaks both the legs really, as well. The sad thing is, she doesn't die. No, she just lays She's there on just, the mat, and no one comes to help her, and no. she rolls a tear like the stupid stone statue mm-hmm. rolls. Dude. Clint Eastwood has to come in and it's give not. her an injection. <laughs> Million dollar AP. <laughs> Million dollar AP. Oh, I'd, I'd want, Carl, I got a pitch for you at the end of this. <laughs> we'll see if we can. Million dollar AP. <laughs> she wouldn't even have to wear any makeup. Wow, that was like shockingly cruel. <laughs> you don't like. What's your problem with Hillary Swank? Huh? You don't like. You don't like Hillary Swank? Who, what are we talking about? What are you talking about? <laughs> Were you, if I I believe no, I refuse to we get off this. Can't retcon that. Why? <laughs> why don't you like Hillary Swank? Is a beautiful. <clears throat> but why don't person. you? Did you not? Do you not like her as an actress? No, I didn't like that movie. Oh, I actually I, I saw it when I was pretty young, so I think maybe my standards were lower. What I meant I by she doesn't it. have to wear any makeup is because she's such a good actor that she could portray. I would just believe you are so good. Did I back that was, back yeah, okay. There you go. Yeah, you got us right back up out of the pit. Well. Played. Moving on. Um, so, you ready for basically my notes just being like, hey, here's a scene that explains something said in the third film? That's all my notes for this. Ready? Hey, this is how apes learned English. Okay, I it's don't a, know. It's a teacher teaching, teaching apes, apes English. English. Right. So, okay. <laughs> I have a note about that. So, the thing they're teaching uh, ape, it's two things on this. Uh, one of the, it's on the the whiteboard, the blackboard. This is like, ape shall uh, ape never kills ape, and they are teaching the apes apes never kill apes, and they're teaching them how to spell and write it. So apes never kill apes, and this is like a fact. Like an ape has never killed an ape. If that is true, why do you have to teach that? Uh, it should be a thing. Humans breathe oxygen. I don't have to teach you that. I don't think. I th- I've read that because we find out later that that ends up being one of the ten command one of their commandments. Right, ape shall never kill ape. Um, because an ape does end up killing an ape. What I thought was interesting, yeah, dude. This this is like oh, if they're teaching this, we're plant. gonna. This is the biggest fucking nuclear power plant ever. This is the nuclear this is like power a plant. Simpsons fucking nuclear yeah. power plant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're firmly in Springfield. We're here, like, all the way like. This is we've talked about it on the show before, but when the movie opens at a nuclear power plant or the, uh, a nuclear power plant shows up on the news and right. then goes away, you're like, hmm, hmm. I wonder if we'll see That's more of the suspicious. nuclear power plant right. by the end of the film. Hey, don't lose this bag. Oh my god, dude! It's so that's so exactly what it is too. Where they're like, "Okay, here's your lesson for the day: ape shall never kill ape." And you're like, "Bet you an ape kills an ape by yep. the end of this flick." Yep. I'll bet you twenty thousand doll hairs. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. Yeah, the uh, so what we get to watch in this okay, so it's a sci-fi film. The rest of them an a- action adventure. So we're gonna watch a guy teach school for yep. a bit for for a long while. A but lot then we have, but we have Aldo the the most Aldo the asshole, uh, uh, the most one-dimensional gorilla that we've probably ever met. Cla- guns, I need guns and north. Claude Aikens is his name. God damn it. Um. Also, his prosthetic 
not that awesome. It's weird. It is. It's. It feels like it's sliding around on his face a little, a little bit, and it's kind of shiny. It's shiny. It looks very sheer. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's. It doesn't look awesome. It kind of looks like a face mask, like a peel. Also, his eyes. He. I'm wondering, like, if he showed up a little cranked out on heroin every day, because, dude, the whole movie. He's supposed to be this like really aggressive gorilla, but he has almost let. Like, his eyes are half closed. The dude, whole he film. had to sit in a chair for three hours getting made up. It's true. He's probably falling asleep, and then they're like, "Action!" He's like, "Guns, God guns, 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 guns are good. Guns. I need my guns. Guns, guns, guns. Caesar is bad. Guns, guns, guns. All right, humans are bad. I think we'll be on this. Guns, guns, guns. We'll, we'll definitely be on the same page on this one. All of the movies so far have had some political, political undertone, yes. and it works. Even in four, I'll give it to four. Mm-hmm. I did not like that movie. That I didn't really like right, it. But the it was, slavery thing and the yeah, yeah, it's civil rights. It's it's all that, and it works it in in a in a it works it in well enough that you and I were able to have a conversation about it. Yeah, this movie is trying for like. Here's what I think. Maybe maybe it's like. Uh, like love and peace, like war is bad. We anti- can live together in human. Anti gun. Actually, no. I, the thesis is actually stated by a fucking thirtyary character in the third act. Thirtyary. <laughs> by the way, there's a beat. Uh, hey, got ready for my uh, my save the cat reference for the episode. Yes. If you look over, he has the beats. It's like the twenty five beats that are fifteen beats that every film has to have, and he puts thesis, the thesis of the film, the idea. It goes on page like I think he puts it on page three, three or five. He's like, if you don't have your thesis out in five minutes, then your movie's not about anything, right? Because you're just meandering until you stumble across it, right? And we don't get. Uh, I mean, dude, he, I don't know where my note is, here, but it's the. Well, keep looking, and I'll tell you where the thesis in two is. And this is a big, major failing in the second film. The thesis of two comes in the third act yeah. when they're in the subway and fucking. Um, What's his name? Not Taylor. <laughs> it's not, not Taylor. Okay, not Charlton Heston is walking around and he goes, what good did it do? All those talks, all that talking around, all those tables. Right. And you're like, oh, that's what the movie's been about thus far? What do you got? You find okay. it? Okay. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> uh, so it's your clever letter talk just beautifully described it. I was thinking at the council meeting, we really had to dumb down the philosophy and the ABCD. Okay. So when the one guy is like, where A exactly will kill B, B kills C, C will kill D, and then D kills A again, and back around again. And I'm like, nothing like a 30-ary character, character clumsily explaining the thesis of the whole damn Oh, I thing. thought his thesis was the next bit of the line, which oh, he didn't which... write down. Um, oh, I just did wrote, you write it down? No, the school bus is the, the next. Nice okay, the the end of that where A kills B and B kills C and C kills D. The the last chunk, mm-hmm. the tag of his line, I actually wrote down because I liked it. No, oh, I may have the, been writing. The he been like this is bullshit, and yeah. then you missed the. Here's what the here's what he says at the end. Before anyone knows what happened, there or yeah, before anyone knows what's happened, there won't be anyone to know anything anywhere. Right. So it's like essentially like a warning against nuclear war, right? But it's pretty weak, it's and pretty you're right. Weak. It's in the third act, so, and it's a thirtyary, like it's not a secondary character. He's it's only a, on the he's only in the movie for like two minutes. It's one of his four lines, yeah. And he's w- describing the, the whole. The other line is no, don't, and then like. <laughs> No kidding. He does. He has a pretty. Meaty, he has. A, uh, and, he has is some, a, and is the school bus ready? <laughs> I think it's he has a pretty line. awesome meaty line at the end that sets up the events of the second film. Again, this movie only exists. I know to like nod at even the second film. This, this whole movie. Okay, 
the first major plot thing that we have. I'm reaching way over you on are, you. I like it. Like, it's fine. It's fine. You've engaged my interest. So the whole first bit of business that we have is for Caesar to go into a radioactive bunker to find the third movie. <laughs> the second, oh, yeah, the the second, third, the third right. movie, yeah. So our <laughs> our the whole plot, point, our plot is to go find the third movie. Our, <laughs> you're not wrong. Plot's gonna go f- the first, the first, the first act and half of the second act is the search for the search for escape the, from the planet, planet of, the of the apes. apes. Yes. Oh my god, dude! Their only goal is to recap information we already from the have. Third movie, yes. Yes, because Caesar doesn't know it. This movie is so much worse than I thought it yeah, was. Yeah, it's really bad. I'm okay. Yeah. Can I? Can all right? I'm mm-hmm. gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. A, here's a little inside baseball for our for our listeners. I watched this movie about ten minutes at a time. I would watch it. I paused it and I went and did, did dishes. I got my bread going because I made I baked bread yesterday. Mm-hmm. So I got my bread going. Came back. Spun another ten. T- paused it. Took a shower. Came downstairs. Made it through about half an hour. Then went and worked right. on my bread. Not it really took me, engaging. It took me almost the whole day to piece this movie out because it's so fucking boring. Dumb. If I didn't start it last night it's after rehearsal, I probably wouldn't have made it through in one. Uh, but I had to because I had to be here today. Do you so. want to? Yeah. Do you want to hear? Do you want to hear like legit how bad this movie is? The actual battle for the Planet of the Apes. The battle sequence at the end. I was about five minutes into the battle, like the fucking reason this movie exists. And I paused it because I'd finished baking bread and Bird had just um, eaten part of a, of a pot gummy. And she's like, she's like, do you want to just hang out? And I was like, yeah, yep. I'll finish this tomorrow. Yeah. And she's like, but you're in the battle sequence. I'm like, nah, I don't care. Matter. Who cares? I, I did finish it last night. Are but you like, ready for my, can we talk about the battle? We're there because I don't give a fuck about the rest of this movie. Um, <laughs> let me hear. <laughs> how about it. this? How about I just burn notes till I get go. to the battle? And I'll, right. I'll tag when I have something that, yes. I wrote down, uh, well, actually, we've already talked about that a thousand times. So I said, head to the bombed out wreck of New York City to listen to tapes from the third film. Mm-hmm. Far future ape world is far and away more compelling than apes bombing around in our world. Yes. Really quick. This is a problem I have with foreign, with I like three three is very charming I will not take anything away from that movie Mm -hmm. but to some extent also three three four and five when we're on the planet of the apes in the distant future and I'm so out of my element it's it's charming it's cool it feels very like it's It's like flash Gordon in Star Trek the second they get back to modern day I, I find man amongst a planet of apes that's compelling two apes that can talk on a planet of humans that I recognize is just kind of, it reads like a gimmick. It feels mm-hmm. like a Disney film. But when you show me two, it's a little Doctor Doolittle. It's a little, it, yeah, it is. It's like, all right. So you've seen like the hook of Planet of the Apes is it's one man in a world of apes, and you're like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. The hook of three is like, there's a, in a wacky New York City farce, two apes can talk. What? And you're like, I don't. Mm-hmm. It, 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 they the change. tone is completely different. Yeah, they change the spirit of it. And in four and in five, I was super bored because I'm like, this you're is, in the human world. Yeah, I'm like, I know this planet, and you're not showing me something strange enough to capture my mind from a science fiction perspective. Fair I enough. get what you're doing. You're doing a lot of world building and like, look, they use raisins as tips now. And mm-hmm. oh, look. Uh, you know, like apes shall never kill me. you. Apes don't or uh, men don't say no to apes anymore. That's kind of a, but all you're doing is world building and you're not giving me any. There's no heart at all. It's like watching two poorly made history movies, for a fake history. Right. I hated it. Yeah. Um. All right. 
Hey, the orangutan, Virgil, the orangutan just laid out the parallel universe theory we've been talking about in past episodes in a failed attempt to raise the stakes for a film whose conclusion we already know. We already know. It's, it's set as, uh, as our, as our favorite time traveler, the doctor would say, it's a fixed point. Right. Yeah. This, this cannot be changed. This is a fixed point in history. Yeah. They say in the third film, they're like, no matter what, it's going to end one way. And then this guy's like. Well, I read a few books and I think <laughs> that it could go anyway. And I'm like, yeah, but I saw all the movies and I kind of think you're wrong. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I kind of think this ends with Heston. I have evidence that does not support that at all. Heston's um, teeth kill the world at the exactly. end of this. Um, here, want to talk about some poor editing as we... Dude, I look, oh, I don't so really have a whole lot. So uh, when they get to the New York City to try and find the third, the plot of the third film... So that we can, God damn it. I know, dude, it's stupid as shit. This movie sucks ass. But uh, while they're in the city Virgil gets caught He gets swarmed by troops Mm -hmm. They take his gun away from him And swarm him And here's how So We're watching that uh, McDonald and Caesar run ahead And get away because they're like fuck Virgil's Virgil's doomed Virgil's dead He's swarmed by people and they've taken his gun away So Caesar and McDonald run away We cut to Virgil now we're going to do a, a f- ready for some editing. We cut to a scene. Virgil, McDonald, and Caesar are running down the stairs, and Virgil has his gun back. I'm like, you cannot do Can't that. Can't do that. How the fuck did Virgil get away? How did Virgil get his My gun back? My note was that security team has had no training, and did- they don't know how to, like, do. We've got him. Now what? Is it catch and release? I don't know. It's so, it's bad, so bad that I don't think it's, I don't even think it's, you know, like. I think it's a con- mistake. Well, I was wondering, like, is it a continuity error? I honestly think the director's just like, you know, someone walked up and they're like, hey, how does Virgil get out? Because he's in like the next 10 scenes. Mm-hmm. And the director goes, oh, I don't know. Um, Just cut to him being free and the audience will figure it out. It's right. that lazy, dude. Lazy as fuck. He's swarmed with people, no weapon. Actually, with, cut, with, there's, there's. Given some of the other issues that, that, that come up, I think it maybe wasn't even fucking noticed. It might the, be. The, it might be. This right. this movie feels so slapped together. Well, they get the it's, years. It's 12 well, years and then it's 24 years. This is 1973. The last one is 1972. Uh, the this one, is 73. The number before that is, is 71, and that's Escape. And the one before that. So they made a Planet of a the Apes movie every year from 1970 till now. 1970, Yeah, so this is like, they're at the end of the fucking... Well, they're throwing writing at this, too, because they didn't know this one was going to be made. Like, we need another one. Like, fuck me. Right. The last one made so much money, and you get this... You almost get the sense the that the well writer and director dry. were they're like... pulling up mud. They they're, were like, really? The last one made money? Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, number one at the box office. They're, and they're so like, drained of ideas that literally the plot of this is to go find the plot of the third one. Well, Heston... I can see how Heston might have hamstrung the movie a little. Where he like, okay, he blows up the planet. Right. Can't, and that immediately follows Planet of the Apes. So you, he left no room for middle story. I fucking dig that though. I do too. Which is why we've talked about it. I think we but can then end. then you struggle here. You can yeah. end on three. But if you want to make more of these movies. You got to get more creative sh- than this. Show me, movie, show me a movie. Don't ever show me 1970 on Earth. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. That's not why I'm here. Show me. What happens the two months or four months before Taylor shows up? Mm-hmm. Show me like some some of the humans on the planet are starting to learn how to talk. Show me that. Show me the rise of the humans on the planet of the yeah. apes. Give me that movie. Show me something different or weird because that's the tone set by one and two. And instead they're like, 
hey, here's all the stuff that you, it's we've said it three times or whatever. And it's like the plot of this movie is let's find the plot of three yeah. so we know how the movie ends because the plot of three. The information thereafter is how will this film end? They find it and they're like, the world blows up. Ah, well, shit. And Caesar's like, well, there. <laughs> and then you as the audience, you're like, yeah, I guess. Like, we're only 40, 30 minutes into the movie, though. And then you just told us the end. Like, that's that's the future. If we don't change. <laughs> Even Virgil, the the guy who gives the, like, because. The multi-universe theory. Yeah, when he sees the, the like, Cornelius and Zira be like. Well, um, what happens is the world is fucked, and Virgil's like, hmm. oh, "I mean, well, maybe, maybe not, though, right? Like, <laughs> right, guys? Because like, because time could be like a, like, there could be more of it elsewhere. We could be in a dream. What is everything about that? Have you ever heard of simu- simulation theory, man? I was listening to Rogan's podcast, and um, dude, that Muse is a great <laughs> album too, man. It's fucking awesome. It's all like '80s and Let's, retro and shit. Do you guys want to get high? <laughs> like, just, do you guys want to get high and listen to Muse? It's like we're all in deep shit here. <laughs> <laughs> let's just uh, let's just chill Sp- out. Uh, Vir- smoke them if you got them. Virgil kicks back. He's like, this is getting heavy. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just gonna park it right here oh. and smoke a dupe. I don't even care if I'm in Ape Command. So I, I had one. F- I can't remember the name of that building. Ape Management. Ape Man. Ape Management. Um. Ape Man. Dude, in management. four, four was such a because I I double featured these yesterday. Four was so like lack. Gluster for me, lack of dick, because I had no one to talk to and joke about with oh, it. Because Bird enough. didn't watch it with me. She didn't watch either of these. Oh, that'd be me. rough. Because at least I had Danielle like in and out. I was sitting alone with my notebook, waiting for like a jaunty, charming film, and it neither of them are that. Yeah. So I was watching this movie, and there was one thing that made me laugh, and it was when Caesar sprays their two pursuers with the fire hose. Because my, I had, I flashed back to two where I'm like. That is heavily irradiated, stagnant water. That's that been chilling. Is horribly dangerous water. <laughs> I'm like, he just gave his two pursuers brutal bacterial parasites and cancer with stagnant, irradiated water. And my Caesar's f- a motherfucker. <laughs> interesting, because my note was interesting that he goes to non-lethal force. He always does, and that you know what? Okay, plus in the positive column for right. this movie, I like that Caesar's consistent. He is until and the end. To, well, to the point where he does, even his son he teaches him that war is not to be joked about and not to touch guns. I have a note about that, but that'll be like a little Patreon rabbit hole that you and I will go down. Fair enough. But really quick. Oh, actually, it's one of my next notes. But I want to hit this um, one more stupid thing that made me mad. You ready? The female irradiated mutant human, who's like, they're like, well, where's their base? And she goes, they came with few provisions, so they can't be far. I wrote down. How do you know they came with few provisions? What if they have? What if they left a truck full of provisions outside the city? Uh, what if they came on horses? What if there are more of them? What if they didn't bring their backpacks? You in don't want to be an assuming Susan in shields. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. when she's like, they don't have many provisions. I'm like, you don't fucking know that. Did you even <laughs> see one yourself with your own eyes? Who's she's, giving you this information? She in the saw first like place? one of them on a camera for a second. She's like. Don't mm, didn't see any provisions. Two Twinkies and half an apple. What I think, yep, I think he's got a can of tuna. He's got an apple. They've probably got like two or three liters of water apiece. That one's got the med kit. I'm like, you don't know no shit idea. about these apes. What a speed! And oh my god, it gets even better because they're in New York, right? Desert all around. If they go the wrong way, they're all fucking dead. <laughs> so they're like, it must be close. Yeah, but which direction? There's a whole lot of country. Uh, that way. That's fucking exactly what yeah. it is. They just get lucky. They're like, 
I think that <laughs> that is the direction I have a we're going to go. Sense. I was thinking to myself, self, which way are they probably? If I was an ape or a black man. <laughs> if I was a black man or an ape. And that's not a racist thing because we saw on the camera he was black. And you're like, oh, wow. <laughs> right. <laughs> not Carl Hartley Gestapo guy. <laughs> right. He is. He's a not C. He's a not C for sure. Because he's a not a not. However, his intuition's like spot fucking it on. It is. Because yeah. he just points a straight line to Ape City, baby. And they arrive. The second they leave, they arrive like a day. Wait, we'll get to that, though, because I love <laughs> I love their march. Their march is like one of my favorite things ever, man. This is my favorite part of the whole movie. Is but I. There. It, it, well, <laughs> I want to talk. I want to talk about um, the the uh, the war is not a game thing. Yes. All right. So brief aside into my personal life, and I think you have will have a, a similar story because yes. you mentioned it off mic in between episodes, and I held on to mine because I wanted to say nice, it. Nice, nice. Okay. So, she, war. Your you know your father's taught you war is not a game. Mm-hmm. Um, the mom says that to Cornelius at one point, who is Caesar's son. When I was growing up, this kind of struck a chord, a weird chord with me because growing up, my mom and dad. Like forbade toy guns, war games, like gun. If we were outside pretending to shoot each other with sticks, no, that no. is a no go. You mm-hmm. do not play war. You do not play like gun games. I had a game, a video game called Streets of Sin City when I was growing up, and it's just a car. You're in a car, and it's got guns mounted on yep. it, and you shoot other cars. It's cars shooting cars. It's totally ridiculous. My dad shattered that that disc. It was a computer game. He shattered that disc on his knee, and he was like, "We don't." play gun games in this house eventually in high school they let my brother get like medal of honor but no for the longest time no first person shooters this is disgusting right but they had zero issue with me and me and sam and all the neighborhood kids we used to play gladiators we set up a coliseum and we would have groups of kids we built we literally built a tree fort that wrapped around like a coliseum and the kids would sit on the tree fort and watch two neighborhood kids dressed in cardboard armor with like cardboard helmets and bike helmets and shit beat the fuck out of each other in this sandy ring that li- was behind my house with sticks with like sticks with knots in them like clubs He's like those of us are about to die salute you like, literally dude we had like we did nets we did research on gladiators we had like the different classes some of those violent shit and it's also a government like keeping government their, sponsored murder yeah, of prisoners basically keep for their, entertainment to keep the public dumb yeah Dude, we would put kids on we'd put kids on bicycles and they would play like the elephants or the lions and charge at other kids and it was fucked up dude like we used to come inside with like busted lips and black eyes and shit all the time. We'd basically go down and beat each other. Yeah, with you sticks. been playing that them gum games? No, gladiators. We were playing gladiators, yeah, that's Dad. Fine, Andy's got a concussion, and he's like, "Well, good job, son." You know, like, th- uh, did you do you use a trident this time, or did I, you need the? F- I have a note. I have vivid memory. We used to because we used to like Lord of the Rings was happening when I was oh, like sure, yeah. ten or whatever, ten eleven. So we were. <laughs> I was fairly young. I don't know if I was that young, maybe fourteen, but. When we were doing, uh, no, because I was still in, I was 11 when the first movie came out, I think. But we were, so we were playing like, you know, we're like going on quests mm-hmm. and shit and playing knights. And we had the kids playing the orcs and we used to shoot each other. We made, we made from scratch, like homemade bow and arrows, like the real, find a oh, springy yeah. branch. Absolutely. And then make a shitload of arrows. I have several times either shot or been shot in the face. By like sharp ass <laughs> sticks. Yeah, you yeah. whittle the tip down so it'll stick into like a, a the dirt or whatever. A person. And then we'd shoot each other with those fuckers. And my parents had no problem with it because they're like, "That's so cute. They're playing knights and dragons down there. We're shooting each other like 
in with, the eye with arrows with yeah. stuff but the second you took that sword that and you that pew pew with and it. put it like a gun get inside no mm-hmm. we're not we don't do that we don't play with guns i always thought that was so fucking weird and honestly yeah. i still i still can't figure out what what the difference is and why i think i think with with gun violence it's the the ease with which you can dispatch the violence with a with a blade or or a hammer or anything like that well bow and arrow you you there's more skill involved right right but with with something like a knife you're playing gladiator you have to speaking of the 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 ability to to create harm mm-hmm. you have to be in there and doing it with a gun you can be at a distance and not necessarily skilled at all and and cause massive damage to somebody i think like it's but it is a weird thing because violence is still violence and you're still causing injury right. and there's something really but, visceral and brutal about the about having like a cleaver like if violence. i if i if i went in and grabbed a meat tenderizer and bludgeoned someone to death with it yeah or if I went and I grabbed a thirty-eight and I shot someone in the head with it, which one of those is less violent? Exactly. I, the, it, well, the, I what mean, what scale does that set on? There, one, the damage is both the person is still dead. One, it takes like a physical. I have to use this implement with my hand, and I can feel the force of it. Mm-hmm. Right, where the gun, you're 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 divorced from the violence was a it, little bit. Was it Sam? Was it Sam Peckinpah? Who, we had a conversation about this mm-hmm. on the main show in season one. There was some director whose who's sort of thesis was arguing against killing or arguing against using a gun as a simple solution to a complex problem. I don't remember who it was, right. honestly, but... I thought that that was, but it is because that's the solution that the apes are looking for. The gorillas, in particular, are looking for here. The their problems are the problems are solved if you find the gun. Why? Because the gun is the the easiest and quickest way to um maybe to murder. Maybe is that's that, I mean, the maybe that's where my parents are coming from, which is in today. Like even that would be like what 2000, 2000, 2001, 2002. Even then, you know, like part of what was going on at that time and goes on to this day is this person's really bothered like this person is creating a problem for me i'll just shoot them you know like if you if you shoot them in the head they die and that problem is now no more the problem's gone away there's not a whole lot of people like i'm gonna sharpen my sword right i'm gonna charge him to challenge him to single combat because there's also a chance that they will be able to overpower you it's going to be a there's going to be a conflict there. It's, I can't. Yeah. I can't deflect a bullet if you are well aimed, and right. and I'm. If you have me center mass, I'm gone. There's yeah. nothing I can do to prevent that. Right. If you charge at me with a sword you or a least... knife, I have. I have a chance to defend myself. Right. There's some measure of skill involved. Right. Um, Whereas there's nothing I can do if someone pulls out a gun and, and pulls the trigger. Right. And you're right. Even talking about it now, like, you know, we're in my living room. It's a sunny, mm-hmm. beautiful day. But even talking about the idea that all it takes is some one person pointing a gun and pulling a trigger. And that's, that's it's simple. That. It's you're, this action. It's, it's pulling a yeah, trigger. Yeah. That's nothing. It's a, it's, it's like, there was a movie Denzel Washington, The Equalizer, mm-hmm. but that's what exactly what a gun is. You don't have to be good. I mean, you, you, if you if you're too awful stupid, you'll shoot yourself. And well, yeah, but, but like, and and you're you're totally right. Anyone can you pick gotta one be up. Really fucking sure yourself if you want to go at someone with a knife. Yeah. 
oh yeah 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 you're gonna there will be a struggle involved mm-hmm. like and there, you might not come out on top right there's there's something visceral and primal about that which this whole this whole post gun th- since the invention of gunpowder forward mm-hmm. death and and war and killing have just gotten more and more impersonal easy yeah too, easy super easy, easy. Is bad well to the point we've talked about drones before like it's if I, you don't even have to be in the same fucking country to murder someone, yeah, with a drone, right? You be, it's you're, it's, it's, it's you, two steps removed from a PlayStation Four game, and you're and you're dropping. It's like a flight simulator yeah. mixed with. I mean, dude, have you ever have you played the new any of the new Modern Warfare's where you fly drones around? No, I don't. I don't. I don't. Mm, they put me in a weird. Mm, yeah, no. I don't. I don't. Either. I don't like first person shooters. I like violence in my video games, like God of War gotcha. and Assassin's Creed. Again, it's almost like the same sort of thing that you're talking about. Like the the violent video games that I enjoy, are like God of War and Assassin's Creed. A lot of it is up close and and there's a like really brutal shit. But first person shooters, like the Call of Duties and stuff, I can't really play. I start to feel right. some sort of way. I, I'm not comfortable with them. I don't like that kind of violence. They kind of. I, I like. But I'm them. also a fan of. I'm. I, I don't now, but I've owned guns in the past. I've. Right. I've been trained on them in the military for fuck's sake. Like, right. 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 So I don't have any issue with guns. I this is this is kind of an interesting thing I think for me. I was never a huge fan of first person shooters either. My brother kind of got into them around college, but like I didn't like those. I, I'm like you. I liked um, like uh, Bloodstone and the Dragon mm-hmm. Ball Z games. Something oh, yeah. where it's like fighting in that kind of combat. It's a little more cartoony too, in a way. But one game I did love is Hitman. Dude, Hitman was fucking excellent. But I think yeah, I think the reason good. I liked it is it mixed violence with problem solving yeah you had 10 it's more ways like, it's almost more of a puzzle game it than is a shooter. because there's the, you have your one target and there's 10 more than 10 15 ways you can go about it right how do you want how do you want to dispatch with your target right you can you can go in guns blazing and your score you'll get like a d on it right but if you go in and you and you knock out the guy delivering flowers you put on his uniform the then you sneak in around you take from anathema from yeah. blood money yeah you take 30, you i remember take, that mission you take 35 minutes to sneak up into his office and then get Dude. him with piano wire and you get an a on the mission so much of that game this is a hitman especially hitman blood money is such an underrated the violence game. is earned though yeah, you're a contract killer, and it's really vicious and violent. But you have to go a long way to get to the violence. You you can, and it's part of the fun of the game is you just you save the game, right? You yeah. save, and then the next mission, you go, you stroll down to your woodshed to pick your weapons for the mission. You get your submachine gun, and then you just run you around, just, run just the whole killing yeah. guards. I don't care about score. Every about, once in yeah. a while, you just go like on a fucking rampage. It's like then, I've been holding these fucking flowers and the for game's an hour like, and a half. What'd you What'd you do? What happened there? Right. <laughs> but no, yeah. So much of that game, dude, is you open number 47 what have you done you crouch by a corner and then you open the map and you just all you do is you watch watch. the guards you go see where the guards go and sometimes pattern sometimes like 15 20 minutes of that game is just watching guard patterns and seeing your route through Mm -hmm. but somehow it's captivating i don't know why but i dug that movie but then it is violent yeah i don't know there's a difference it definitely is for me there is i somehow got us down this road (laughs) Well, no, because we were talking about the, that's, the parents, the no guns mm-hmm. versus sword violence. Yep, exactly. And the, and Caesar teaching Cornelius Jr. about and that about that is um, because this movie is super and those dumb. are the rabbit holes we get into on the Patreon, especially for stupid movies. Like yeah, this. right. Uh, okay, so Cornelius too is hurt real bad, super bad. I don't know why they included that. It's dumb. It's well. 
Is it to ju- it's to justify? Is it justify Cornelius killing the, killing the gorilla? Why does Cornelius have to, or why does Caesar have to kill the gorilla? He doesn't. That's right. That's right. This is all pointless. <laughs> well, my whole thing is, Aldo is boring. Okay, but Aldo is boring. The the gorillas in general in this. Oh, movie. this is a clever letter talk. Hold on, I have it. It's coming. I'm almost there. School bus. No, we're talking about. Not some magic school bus. Um, I'm not quite. No, it's just no, it's just don't. It's I couldn't. I didn't even have any notes on it because it's so stupid. The only note that I did have is one again, really bad editing or writing note. Caesar's um, wife or the mother of of Cornelius. When Cornelius dies, the um, the hot human nurse is like, um, "Are you going to tell Caesar?" And she says, no, I'm not going to tell Caesar. Not right now. He has too much to deal with. The very next scene, Caesar, they, they say, oh, Caesar is with his son and can't come to the table right now. I'm like, what? We just said that you're not going to tell Caesar about... She changed her mind. <laughs> but it's not even like sometime later. We haven't had like three or four different scenes mm-hmm. in the interim. Right. It's, it's literally the next, the next scene. scene Oh, Caesar's in horrible shape. His son is dead. He's been, Dying. He can't, won't leave his side. Mm. And you're like, but wait. But weren't you we just not said he that? was not going to tell. But this movie, a lot of this movie doesn't hang together in the slightest. They get the. You're right. They get timeline stuff wrong. The editing is terrible. Um, here's something that never gets explained. That when I saw it, it, was so absurd and so stupid that I just couldn't help but laugh. I kind of actually enjoyed it. So, McDonald. Virgil and Caesar get into New York City. They see that they watch the third film. Mm-hmm. They, it's done. They're like, that was very bleak. I don't know if I liked that. I liked the first one better a lot. Um, let's watch the fourth one. Oh no, we've been found out. <laughs> so they they flee the city and they get away. And not Carl Hartley is like, we're gonna go and fucking destroy Ape City. And then get he turns the school bus. He turns to the woman and he goes. If I'm, it's like something so dumb. It's like if I'm not back in 15 minutes, nuke the world. And no, you're like, yeah. <laughs> he does, yeah. He literally says like, he's like, I'll radio instructions, and if you don't hear from me in like every minute on the minute, nuke the planet. Right. You're like, seems a little bit tight. I'm pretty it's sure. Pretty tight there. <laughs> I, um, I'm gonna go ahead and say, don't think that is the correct decision it's, it's not a good idea oh my god you can see the guy who will eventually the other have guy the, yeah. yeah the other guy who like kind of starts the bomb cult <laughs> kind of like, at the uh... end but like that guy you when he's like uh so yeah if you if you don't hear my secret code if you don't hear my magic if i'm, I'm gonna send a secret whistle i'll sound like right. a hoot owl <laughs> and if you don't hear a hoot owl every 10 seconds destroy the planet and you can see the guy behind him like mm. ding um what was that Oh, well, I'm sorry. Uh, one, we're not going to do any of that. Really quick, Governor. Uh, say, uh, what was, was that last? Was that last bit? Was something about a hoot owl? And he goes, Yeah, 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 yeah. Destroy <laughs> the like planet. It. And he's like, Yeah, well, I'm just not going to do that. Right. So enjoy your war, regardless of how that goes for you. We will be here when you get back. Right. <laughs> like, so so then they they get on the what you just call it the not so magic school. Bus. <laughs> the not so magic school bus. <laughs> they get on the Mad Max bus. Uh, and then he didn't actually do anything to it. I was expecting like, oh, is the school bus ready yet? Oh, they're gonna have all a weapon. Cars, I, dude, all the cars are just literally normal. just a school bus. 
It's, uh, just in like first gear. Just like the Ford Fairlane is just a Ford Fairlane. Yeah. It's just cars. Just cars. I'm like, guys. Half of them aren't even armed. They got been, a bunch of mortars. Yeah, I'm like, you've been in a bombed out city forever. But when they say, is the school bus ready? No, not yet. I had like, we're prepping ooh, it. We're ooh. prepping it. Like, oh. They were just gassing it up. It's literally. Had, there was an, they had to do, you know what the they had to do? They had to do bus. plugs and wires real they quick. Probably like, dude, like, I blew the cap, <laughs> cracked it, got to get a new one. You know how hard it is to find the fucking. Can't just order it from boys, I mean. Rock Auto. I'll tell you. Like, seriously, they could have done anything because they built it up. They're like, we're prepping the bus. And you're like, there's going to be a big cannon yeah. on it. There's going to yeah. be fucking like yeah. rocket. It's going to be like yeah. stripes. It'll be yeah. like the Winnebago from Stripes, oh, baby. Fuck yeah, man. And then they cut to it and they're like, I'll tell you what. The alternators on these things. Anyway, she's good to go. And you're like, uh, what? The just you're gonna take a regular school bus through the desert, <laughs> fully loaded. So with I'm gonna I'm gonna make my since we're there. So the not so magic school bus yeah. proves to me that all of not just Fury Road, but all of the Mad Max movie have spoiled me. Yeah, so I'm totally spoiled. Yeah. As soon as Mad Max happens, the first one. Even the, even more so with Road Warrior. I mean, they get progressively more, but so spoiled mm-hmm. on expectations of this sort of thing. Dude, Fury Road like broke the bar. This is like a geriatric ward doing a Sunday matinee version of Fury Road, and this is my pitch. All right, <laughs> short film. That's right. Which I would actually love to see us do as we get them old timers up and moving. They can make their own costumes and shit. We're going to turn walkers and wheelchairs into war machines and war rigs and let's fucking go. It's going to be Fury Road in a, in a retirement community. And they're gonna, their whole point is to break out and go home for the holidays to see their families. And they finally show up for Thanksgiving and they got fucking, they got to take their dentures out to wash off the chrome that they've oh been spraying, God, spraying on, on yeah. their mouths. Do they do all of this in like, they don't get in any cars. It's all no, like, it's a wheelchair and wheelchairs yes, and shit. Exactly. Oh my God, girl. <laughs> but that would move faster than this scene. Uh, snails with AK-47. Holy shit, this, dude. Oh, dude. It, it felt not so good. much like a Monty Python sketch that wasn't funny. There was one funny moment. Can I hit it before you go on? What? It's hilarious. What? When, they're here? No. When all of them start like dying from heat stroke, <laughs> that was the fucking best thing in this whole movie, man. They're they're walking and they like there's there's the school bus, there's the Ford Fairlane, there's like a Pinto, <laughs> just like cruising along, and they're driving at like four miles an hour. Yeah. I'm like, why did you? Even the guy on the bike is going like. It's in neutral. He's barely and he's going like, fast enough he's to kicking stay it around. up. <laughs> yeah. I'm watching it. And I'm like, why did you even take vehicles? Right. You're going. The guy, there are people walking walk behind the bus. They're going faster. They're keeping up. I'm like, what? you're not even really driving. And there's no one in the bus. And there's nothing on the bus. There's just a guy driving the bus. I'm like, oh, maybe it's a, maybe it's an AT, like a, like a, a troop full, carrier. Full or TNT. Well, if it's a troop carrier, shouldn't it be carrying the troops yeah anyway the troops are actually walking behind the bus and then the one guy like stumbles to one side and he drops his gun and he drops his bag and collapses and you're like you're like oh that guy got heat stroke and the next they cut and the next the next shot is every single one of the troops that's following the the governor into battle all die of heat all wiped stroke. out they all just like hit the ground they're, like dropping their sacks they're laying face down in the sand my note is you should have brought some water uh, excuse me governor but like 
a shitload of your men are, you know, dying just from walking. So you may want to address that. Well, they only had 12, 12 people to start with yeah, in their caravan. 10 of them die like yeah. walking and you're like, uh. I should have brought water or some chewing gum or wow. something. Drive faster. Drive faster. Get them on this. The, get them on the school get bus. Get them on the bus. Because when they just did plugs and wires, they probably did belts. You know the AC they works. The whole thing. Yeah. They checked all the fucking pressure on all the tires. Because the bus took forever to get ready. <laughs> The mechanic's like, look, I can't. Uh, it runs fine. I can't run this without an AC belt on. It's not up to code. <laughs> the governor's like, all right, very well. It runs fine. You just can't put any people on it. Right. The, the bus frame is a little rusted. Off. The engine is only two horsepower. Right. Because it's a V8. You've got seven blown <laughs> cylinder heads. But so we've got we've got it for the day. So, so let's a, use it. It's a V1. <laughs> And it burns a lot of oil. By a lot of oil, I mean there's no oil pan. <laughs> right. So you just pour oil just in as you drive. And if you going. stop pouring it, no more the engine bus. will just explode. So don't put anyone on it and don't go faster than five miles an hour. And the governor's like, thank God we have this asset oh my God. to see us through the battle. <laughs> it's just, And then, oh my God, dude, the fact that like half of his men just die as they're walking and no one even cares or notices... That was about five minutes where I was happy. My favorite line from the battle. Okay. Thing comes from Virgil. Okay. The battle has been going on for about five minutes now, with the humans launching out of, mortars. Out of Sixty-two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so the humans launching mortars. Virgil and company returning fire. If about five minutes into this, Virgil turns to Caesar and says, "Here they come." <laughs> Here they come. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. They've been here for a minute now. They're on the horizon. They're on the. Here You're they like, come. Virgil. 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 You're currently st- shooting your weapon at them. Virgil. What do you mean? Here they come. <laughs> he's, he's on his. He's on his third because he's firing uh, an M1 carbine. So he's on his third right. clip. It's appropriate to say that in this situation. It is a clip because you reload them with a clip. Oh, a clip. That's clips right. In. It clips in, and then because the M1 Ba-ding. on the last one. <gasps> Exactly. So you know my second favorite sound is so an M1 firing the last oh, mag and popping the clip oh. out. I know I fucking love it too, dude. Oh. It's that one of the main reasons why movie. I keep watching. I mean, I love Saving Private Ryan, but there's so many fatang fatangs in that movie. They, that is a. We're not talking about Saving Private Ryan because that's right. a well-made war movie. Fucking Pro- One of the best, yeah. honestly. I'd put it in like top five. Bridge too far. This Holy shit. longest day. Fuck it. Bridge too far. Holy shit, Carl. We should do a war month if it no might bum us out. We should still do one. Though. Yeah. Um. Because I would that and bridge over the river. Clappy clappy shoes. For tang for tang. Yeah, dude. In the same film. Yeah. For sure. We watching Glorious Bastards too. Um. And not this movie ever again. <laughs> so. There's a cool line, like briefly before the actual battle proper starts. And it's when uh, it's when the gorilla comes. The the gorillas show up to try and get guns from the cool uh, armory keeper guy. Yeah, who is I, actually I like a, that. That's one of the best. The armory keeper. Yeah, he's a fun bit in this yep. movie. He's good. I like him. The, the seven questions in order to check out your weapons. Right. I'm and like, Caesar, I like that. Caesar has to give orders too. Yeah. I like how seriously he takes his job too. But yeah, there's a, absolutely. There's a great line where the gorillas are like, "What are you gonna?" Do? He asks him, "What are you gonna do with the guns?" And he's like, "We'll do what we will." And he says, do what you will is the devil's law. I think this is a fairly complex occult reference. Now, you, as you know, I'm, I'm kind of in that world. Mm-hmm. I've gone down that rabbit hole a ways. Oh, yeah. Alistair Crowley. Do you know the name? Crowley. 
Crowley. Uh, I'm sorry, Black Sabbath yes. calls him Crowley. Crowley. That's yeah. wrong. Right. <laughs> Mr. Crowley. Not correct. It's Crowley. So anyway, Alistair Crowley was basically the forefather of chaos magic. He was part of this uh, magical order, the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn. And when he eventually started the Order of Thelema, which is his branch of occult learning and mm-hmm. occult thought, it's like early chaos magic, but it still uses like ritual and shit. His, he wrote... Do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. Fuck. That is his, that's literally his his thing. Now wait, even gets better. Alistair Crowley came up with a name for himself. He called himself the Beast 666. The devil was, <laughs> he, that was his like, his magical persona was the Beast 666. Beast. And wow. in this film, this is post, this is like in Crowley's heyday mm-hmm. right here. And he, the, the actual line is, do what thou wilt is the devil's law. I think that is a reference to Crowley. I mean, that's, I so honestly, seems legit to me, I man. I honestly Given think what it you is. you just said, I mean, that's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're, that's not, a, that's not a stretch at all, Dude, man. I that's, sat right up in my chair. I was like, like oh. I was like, somebody has been digging into yeah. this weird sex magic of Aleister Crowley. I, I liked that. it too. That was, in this movie, I was like. Way over my head. I just thought it was a cool line. I've been doing, dude, I've been doing like esoteric readings since I was like 18. (laughs) I've got all kinds of weird like magic shit in my brain. Um, I liked Roddy McDowell to give the movie some props. I liked Roddy McDowell during Cornelius's death scene. Yeah, me too. I thought he did some good work there. Like, especially because we we don't give these actors Mm -hmm. a whole lot of credit in the last three, in the first two. We talk about it a lot, but we kind of drop off. But they're buried in prosthetics. Yeah. Well, obviously a uh, contender for um, eye acting acting is, is Roddy McDowell. Mr. McDowell. I totally agree. Um, I, and I also had, I also had a, and this is probably my last positive line, (laughs) but I had a, I had a good reaction. I, I felt, I felt the scene was effective and I had a bit of nostalgia for the first film. That first time we see, um, like, I believe who killed, I wonder who hurt Cornelius. I believe you'll have your answer soon. What do you know? That's what I know. Cut to humans in the pen. Yeah. Seeing them in that pen and then knowing in the first, like you remember the cages from the first movie and you see how they've evolved from like this open cattle pen to like a cage. So you see the humans in the cage and you're in the pen and you're like, I immediately had like an, oh Oh, shit. That's it. This is the first time, first time humans in pens pan out gorillas surrounding it with guns. And you're like, Oh, dude, that was good. I was in. That was that moment. Yeah. High point, man. High point for sure. And the rest of the movie sucks pretty much. Right. So, <laughs> I, okay, so, so I have, if I just want a couple of notes. Yeah. This go, is go. about uh, when, so I have, so my notes, so we have bad humans. Yeah. We have good humans. Mm-hmm. We have good, bad humans. We have bad, good humans. We have bad, bad humans. We have good, good humans. It's a madhouse. <laughs> it literally it's is. It's a fucking madhouse, Maxwell. Yeah, this movie is... <laughs> you have good ape, bad ape, good bad ape. You have bad, bad, good ape. You have good, bad, bad human. Ape? Good, bad human. See, ape doesn't kill ape, nor does ape, ape kill, kill Abe. Abe. <laughs> fucking Abe know, is so his name. Stupid. stupid. Dumb. Um, <laughs> dumb, dumb, stupid, yeah, dumb. It's like, yeah, you had me until the whole kill Caesar thing. Wait. Caesar, could they dare? Nah, they couldn't possibly. 
They can possibly like Caesar because etu boute. Right. They can possibly use that as a thing. Well, Aldo is never his friend, so no, it not isn't. his Brutus. There, if it was anyone, it'd but be I mean, McDonald. Yeah, someone says Brutus at one point though, and it is Aldo that says. Mm-hmm. Burr, burr. It's just it's like in the Aldo. fourth it's, movie. Doesn't Virgil? Say, uh, oh, I think it is Virgil because even in the third. This is the thing that I hate the movies do. We didn't talk about it in the fourth one, but there's some sort of Achilles reference, and and the guy's like, and Achilles is mean Achilles heel. The Achilles the, list. So the Achilles list, right? From and four. then he explains what Achilles heel means. Right. And here, like they they say, hey audience, in case you're not <laughs> aware, Eddie exposition. Julius Eddie exposition. Julius Caesar uh, was a king, you see, and he was killed by his friends. Uh, he was betrayed by Brutus, Bruce. and then the entire uh, Roman Parliament came together, and I don't know if it's actually Parliament. Right. I'm fairly drunk right now and then <laughs> I'm, I'm I, drunk I, on gasoline I think what they did was they killed him I'm not sure I am the writer of the film um, so let me just get that down word for word what I but just all said the, but all that they know is like Brutus and like whatever and I it's just like such a Brutus and just a stupid because they don't even know they don't dude, even discuss it it's just such whole, a throwaway this whole movie's like we got apes and humans apes and, and they're yeah that's, exactly. that's, that's like exactly. the movie this movie is an ape fart in the wind it's P- dude, just pitch meeting they're, the, all the directors are sitting around in their chairs made out of laminated money from the first four movies <laughs> right, and they're like money. well today we're gonna talk about what we're gonna do for the fifth film the writer comes in and they're like so what do you got and he goes I got apes I got people and <laughs> and they're like all right, well, why don't you reference all those other movies that did so well, and uh, we don't really need to worry about a story because we've just been using the stories from the third film. Let's do that. We've just been showing plots from the That's other previous films. That's all they fucking films. do, oh my dude. God. Boy, how did uh, they not see the humans oh my God, coming? Carl. How in the fuck did they... Okay. What if we did this? What if we recut three, four, and five? So what we do is... A master cut? We take three. A master cut of three, four, and five. So we go up to the moment where they're like, so how did it come to this? And Cornelius Uh, goes, well, cut in the entire fourth movie. The entire fifth movie. The Rodriguez cut of the fourth movie. The Rodriguez cut of the fourth movie. The 15-minute short film that you could cut the fifth movie down to. And then, boom, cut back to Cornelius. And the humans are like, shit, that sounds horrible. They're like, first of all, you're very well informed. Right. Like you, and well spoken. Bravo. You know your I shit. Put, I mean, put the images right in my head. It's like I saw it happening. It's like I saw it. Jeez. And then the rest of three plays out. We end with mama. Yep. Or better yet, we delete four and five. <laughs> <laughs> or just remove them from canon uh, completely. Speaking of which. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So... I said, well, my note over the here they come. I said, yes, thank you, Virgil. And they have been doing so for the last 28 minutes. <laughs> I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. <laughs> and this is just a regular vanilla, no frills, plain Jane school bus. Well, that's kind of disappointing. <laughs> when you know. see it roll yeah. into town, you're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe they chose to do nothing to that school bus. Apes playing possum. Come on. Trixie ass apes. Trixie ass apes. Well, dude, you gave me a... For one second, they gave me a scene with stakes. Caesar is surrounded. There's corpses all over the ground. It felt like his I was, number is up, dude. It like, felt like oh, I was back in two, we're dude. About, his back is against the wall. He's about to get his There's head blown. There's a gun off. in his face, and then he's like, <laughs> and all the apes get up, and I'm like, I'm like, awesome way to just totally. Make it suck again. Yeah. <laughs> awesome job, You're almost movie. there. You had me. I still would have hated you, but there would have been one more in the plus column. And oh, my God. Like, 
<laughs> I was I was in the process of marking a I one. I was gonna mark it, mark a hash ah, for the. You did it, and no. then I was like, ah, another bad one. No, nope. and I put my pen away for the day because I knew I wasn't gonna need it. Right. For any more plus column marking. You, but you were, you were totally <laughs> right. Oh my god! And this is when they say well, it's been twenty-seven years. I'm like, I thought you said twelve years do wanna, earlier. Do you want to hear the trippiest part about this movie? Being so mad now. All right, Carl. So last night in the Peterson household, near the end of this film. There may have been some altered states of consciousness happening. We may have all been high as balls. I would hope so. It's possible. I really wish I had been there. It's possible that. the last twenty minutes were were a little a little funner than normal. And still dumb though. Like you'll notice my notes don't do they don't get weird. They just keep being like, like why is this suck so why much? Why is this so bad? You wanna see you wanna know the trippiest part of this movie though, especially when you're just a teeny teeny bit high? Uh Ape has killed Ape. Ape has killed ape. Ape has killed ape. And I'm like, oh. It starts getting like into like a chorus. I'm like, man, they're going to. Ape has killed ape. 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 Now you know the story of how the ape has killed the ape. All we want to do now is stand this stupid flick. Like, dude. But. I was sitting there, and because you do the thing where it's like they say it like five, six, eight times, and you're like, "This is trippy." This is a lot. And, and then and it's like thirty. It. Well, dude, I had a moment where I was like, "I don't know if they're actually saying it as much as I think they're saying it." Like, no, they am were. I, am I fucking? Mm-hmm. Am I? It was not. Am the I, marriage Juana said they said it forty-seven. It was like eight times. I'm not crazy, right? It was like nope. minutes, dude. It was yeah. like minutes of ape has killed the ape. He, Cornelius has to stand and make the decision to follow. Oh no. They say ape has killed ape long enough for um, Aldo to a go. Tree to oh grow? shit! I'm fucking in trouble. Tree grows. Then There's, he cl- remember the no, problem with the, the establishing shot. There's no tree no around. Tree. That's a big fucking tree. Suddenly Aldo's at a tree that's 53 miles yeah. wide. So they say it long enough for him to go walk to another. They all walk part a mile of, yeah. <laughs> to where a tree is. But legitimately though, they say it long enough for 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 Aldo to decide that he's fucked. To start climbing a tree. <laughs> right. And then for Caesar to realize that he wants to go kill him, make that decision, and then follow him up the tree, and then get up to where he is. He is. And then they have a stare down and <laughs> thing at each other for a minute. They give they give It's a long time. It's forever. Dude. It's forever, yeah. Carl, dude. Yeah. I was like, I'm in hell. And it only <laughs> stops when he throws him out of the tree. Yeah, and then he hits the ground and everyone gets all quiet, like yep. Uh, and then my, I was like, another ape has killed another ape. Another, <laughs> another ape has killed another ape. Another ape has killed another ape. And you're like, I think your first rule is kind of out the right. window at this point, guys. Like, just seems like this is a thing you do now. I, think this is just I like McDonald's line, though. Like, what's going on? And you guys, I think they just joined the human, human race. race. Yeah. I liked that quite yeah, a bit. I thought too. that was good. I wrote it down as the ape has killed ape. They just joined the human race. Um. So... Yeah. Yeah, I might notice how they changed the future for a happy ending, but I didn't realize that we were still a thousand years. Because he's a lawgiver. Of course, it would not be Re- the future. Right. Really quick, um, just what the fuck moment that I had. Mm-hmm. Okay, remember we were talking in four how they had. It was upset to me. They had a shitload of footage and they were like, let's use it all. Yeah, throw it all at the window. And yeah. they just keep showing you stuff that doesn't actually really matter that much. They're just like, here's a set piece, here's right. a set piece. Here's They blew so many trees in half vertically. 
Because it was like there'd be a bomb All explosion and a tree would yes. fall in half. And you're like, that was kind of cool. And then there was five more. Mm-hmm. They blow another tree in half and you're like, oh, still kind of cool. The looking. coolest pyro was the first uh, the first volley from the tank. Right. When the, when the pyro goes right off. Up. Well, no, the pyro goes right off on two stuntmen. Like the it, oh the uh, the two apes out the in the apes, desert yeah. yeah 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 I'm like holy shit they they're standing blew, like two they feet just away blew two dudes up like what <laughs> yeah the these fuck? these last two have some pretty cool stunt work because right. they're just action but set then pieces. again like you said they blow the first tree blowy up he looks cool you're like holy shit they split that tree they did another one still looks all right yeah and then the third, third one, one you're like I got one, it and the fifth one you like you just cash all the way out. The Ford Fairlane that Sorry, they... I don't want to mess up the diaphragm in your microphone by beating my oh, head against it. That's fine. We spent the whole movie pounding on the table, which is also <laughs> loud. But, uh, dude, the, uh, radio. the the Ford Fairlane that they blow up and burn. Mm-hmm. Watch. Don't we don't bother. I'll tell I you don't what happens. Put this in my if, PlayStation if you again. were to accidentally spin this again and get that deep stuff's happening, stuff's happening. Then it, we get to that like weird hushed moment where everything's like gone. Kind of. There's not a whole lot of shooting happening. Cut to Ford Fairlane. Just goes up in flames. Drives off the street and crashes into a tree. Cut back to Fairlane calm, nothing happening. I think when they were editing it, they were like... Oh, we missed the Fairlane blowing like, up. We didn't get a shot of that car blowing up. We spent the money on it. It's got to be in the picture. Put it in there. And the editor's like... This it, doesn't make sense Well, here. See, it doesn't actually go with this because the... Paste and the tone have changed And he's like it's the fifth planet of the apes movies He's like got it Fair enough. in it goes Good point yeah <laughs> let's put some porn in over here right. Like <laughs> you got anything else We can just cut into this fucking <laughs> shit and Pad the pad the time a little we bit pad it out. We're at 48 minutes well, we have to have more happen Dude the, you're Let us reiterate once more There's so little plot that the plot Is finding the plot of the third film And then right into the, a battle scene And then the slowest march on ape city ever Because you it's almost like they shot it and they're like, God damn it, this movie's 41 minutes. <laughs> we got it. We got an episode of television here, guys. We got to zip this one up a little bit. And they're like, all right. That is what this felt like to me. This felt like a bloated episode a, of television. Yeah, it felt like a bad pilot. Yes, it did. This would never, yeah, this would not go to series. No. This was it. This felt like the pitch pilot for the television oh series God. Planet of the Apes after the fourth movie. Oh my God. Is what this feels like. Um,. Yeah, so my very last note, and then honestly, I think I'm good. We go, we cut back to the humans in New York, and it's like, they say, this is the Alpha and Omega bomb. This bomb will destroy the entire planet. And I'm like, just in case we weren't sure from the many from the, hints you yeah. dropped that this is the bomb from the second mm-hmm. movie. Because my first note on, oh shit, it is the bomb from two. I was really pleased. Yeah. And then I'm like, Here, no, it's... why are you doing this? And he goes... It just its potential. It should be respected, even venerated. And so I wrote down, "Oh, that's the uh, yeah, that's the, the start of the nuclear cult." Please stop explaining the earlier films. This felt to me like the Solo movie, like why I hate that movie. It's like just because it's a thing that exists in the Star Wars universe, you don't have to explain how it got there or why. I don't need to know that Chewbacca isn't his actual name. You had to shorten it because it's like that kind Did they of. They do that. Yeah. He's like, oh, so what's your name? And Chewie goes, he's like, ah, well, I can't say that every time. How about I call you Chewie? I hate that. Yeah, the whole movie is that. Carl, I don't like it. The whole movie is. Well, I've heard, but that's what you get here, though. You don't have to, don't have to explain the thing. Don't. Just let the thing be the thing, right? Planet of the Apes one, two, even three. They are good movies. I love the trilogy. 
I love. The I like the fourth one. I'm on record, and I, I I will stand by my 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 like, not love my extreme like for Conquest. That's of the cool, man. The like I I can see how you would like that movie. And again, it's I said it. It's a movie that I'll probably spin again. Mm-hmm. It'd probably be like a dishes movie. This one lives on a very, I say special, but it's not special. A very special shelf with a diehard movie that won't be named. Yeah. Yeah, that that Planet if of the we Apes. We could have included that in the in yeah. our in our that that's the outstanding shit. Something with sure. number fives. The fifth film, you're always you know what? I'll be curious because we're gonna we have three horror movie franchises that we're gonna try mm-hmm. and dig into eventually. Yeah, and I would like to see if the curse of the fifth film right. holds up because it's like the fifth is, element. It's this the terrible yeah. dude. Really this fucking was a really bad. Really bad movie. And I mean it when I say I felt <laughs> when I text you last night, I was fucking pissed. I was like, cheated, "Fuck, man, I sure. feel cheated." Now, however. Yes. Oh wait, we already talked about uh, at the very, very end the the uh, statue of Caesar rolls a tear because the lawgiver's like, and apes and humans will live together forever, perfectly fine, no problem there, Buckaroo. And then they cut to Caesar's statue, and statue rolls a tear, and you're like, oh, so it won't. So mm-hmm. now we go off to go and watch one again, and then two, right. and then. So this movie is an endless loop of it itself. Is. But yeah, so the future's not changed. The ending of two holds up, which, by the way, good for them not cheapening how good two and was. And I do like that they don't I appreciate retcon that. anything that happened in the previous movies. Right. It all stands as canon. Correct, which I like. I like that. So the strong movies stay strong mm-hmm. and then just ignore four and five. Right. You know, like there's nothing in five that nullifies it's how good. It's not necessary. This is... This is what a cash in movie cash grab this looks is like. Cash, yeah. This is what that looks like. Yeah. This was a bummer. Yeah, it was <laughs> no, a real bummer, a great, man. But 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 there was enough this is a fun one where I'd like to come and like smoke some weed, drink mm-hmm. some beers, and just watch this and be like, this is one that we should do a commentary for. Like I, I would do a commentary yeah. for five for but, sure. Uh, so we'll um, figure that out season six when we start doing the uh, commentaries. We, well, I'd like to do a little bit of like MST3K, a couple of a couple of things. Yeah. Find some of those movies out there that are royalty well, we're in free. The, we're in the right season for it. So yeah, we are. Yep. So well, we, you can do it for any film. You just can't include audio from that film. Right. So the way that I've always Bird and I used to do it for Chatman and Robin, and the way we've always done it, it. We, we put it on mute. We put the movie on mute and turn the subtitles on because usually when we did the um, the commentaries, mm-hmm. we would watch the movie the day before. And then the next day, roll it again with subtitles and talk over it the entire time. Because if you have the audio, I, I, we did it once. Me and Alice did it once on a different podcast I used to do way back in the day. And if you have the movie audio, it's really easy to stop talking and start watching. Because you get sucked into the... Right, because you can hear it. And hearing yourself and hearing movie audio, you you have a tendency to... Sh- to go quiet so you can hear. So you can hear, right? That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, because and the other thing about so the, watch it so it's in your head, then watch it again, just subtitles so, got so you know beats, where you yeah. are. Yeah, and cool. then the subtitles give you the lines too. So if you want to talk about a specific line, that's cool. Yeah, so I think that's what we could do if you. So if you wanted to do this, maybe within the next month, I'd be yep. totally done. Right, anyway, do um, however, patrons who are listening, to thank this, you all for being here. That's true, and you know what? We're First not, Patreon episode of the season for March. Yeah. Yeah, this is our yeah. first Patreon episode of season two. You are correct. Uh, and since you're here on the Patreon and you're wondering what could these boys possibly have in store for us. Can we tell them what's going to happen after they get through the Planet of the Apes movie? Let's do it. But first, let's tell them about what we're going to So we still right. have 
four. The remake. <laughs> Tim Burton, Planet of the Apes. Uh, it's a guilty pleasure movie for me, man. I saw I it in sp- theaters. I spin it quite often, mm-hmm. actually. Then, after we get the remake done, we're going to reboot mm. with Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Then we're going to go into Sequel Town with Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and War for the Planet of the Apes. Now, really quick bit of trivia. I told this to Bird yesterday. Those movies, the reboot, the mm-hmm. trilogy, the rising, uh, Rise, Dawn, and War. The Gollum as a Monkey. Exactly. Cost $567 million to make. All three of them together? All three of them together, their combined budget was Just 567 Just under, Okay. That's... Their global box office, mm-hmm. $2 billion. That's like four times that. They made their <laughs> fucking money back, baby. Wow. Well, at that at that level, though, like five hundred thirty-eight million, you better be 67, doing sixty-seven, five sixty-seven. You better but be still. You better be doing like two B. Yeah, you want to you want to get some return on your money, but yeah. dude, there's something about this idea, something about this yeah. concept. People love it. You, dude, you say you. There's a reason why this this original series has lasted as long as it has. To be totally honest, man, like. Blankety blank of the planet of the apes. Right. Immediately you're like, okay, I gotta, gotta go that. see that. I gotta go see that. I saw. Mm-hmm. I've seen. I've seen the of, first one of the four that were oh, made re- in my right. lifetime. I've seen them all in theaters. I. Oh, you have seen all of the new ones. Oh. I haven't seen War. Okay. I, have, I didn't. I didn't go and see War because Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. I did. I didn't like it in theaters. We'll see how I like okay. it with context. But I had seen the remake, the first reboot. Uh, the remake and the first reboot before I saw any of the originals, including the first Planet of the Apes movie. Rad. So yeah, so yeah. that's what we've got ahead now. Once we're done, with stick these, around on the Patreon, oh, boys shit. and girls. Once we get through these Planet of the Apes flicks, because we're gonna, we are completists. Yes. We are going to get through all of them, and we're gonna talk about these fucking mm-hmm. awesome monkey movies. But due to the nature of our regular season, right, which is. Uh, a lot of B movies, a lot of schlock, a lot of exploitation films, yes. fun. Not sci-fi. a lot of sequels. There's not a lot of remakes. There there's not isn't. Yeah, like zero. So what do we do for the Patreon? We've been wondering. Hmm. We we ask ourselves, selves. <laughs> what shall we <laughs> what do? Shall we? We've got ten months to fill. Right, <laughs> ten months worth of two movies apiece for the Patreon. What could we be watching during that time? And. I came up with an idea the other day. I shot it to Carl. Carl liked it. I do like it. You want to tell him what it is? So, measuring flicks will be measuring Murray. And what we mean by that is we're going to take a long, deep dive look at the uh, oeuvre of Bill Murray we're, in film. We're doing Bill we're Murray We're doing picks. Bill Murray, dude. And when we say deep dive, we're going to watch like... 20 Bill Murray flicks. Yeah. <laughs> what we've done is we're taking the most recent films that he's done mm-hmm. and we're going to take the from from movie number so, 1. Right. So we're kind we of started with at, what's his most recent film? Right. We did that one and then we said what's his first film? And we did that one. Then we did what's his second most recent? What's it? So right. we were watching New Murray and Old, Old Murray. Murray. And what I'm digging about this is we're not going to be looking at like what about Bob and all that that chunk of stuff in the middle that everybody knows everyone that's like the right. Murray when you think about Murray we're, is that stuff we're doing we are going to have some of his greatest hits we've got stripes in, right. we've got uh, we're going to do um, fucking Scrooged mm-hmm. is in there we're going to retap Ghostbusters we're, we are we if you've listened to the season zero that's available on the Patreon Ghostbusters was our Worst episode. It was a wreck. It just fell to pieces. And Carl and I are going to once again 
try our hand at Ghostbusters. <laughs> Ghostbusters. It deserves it, man. It does. It deserves a second look, and we will hit it. Um, yeah, I, I like what we're doing with with Bill Murray as well. And then we are also going to have a couple of special episodes in the main mm-hmm. season of to celebrate various holidays. Yep, as the, some across the pond stuff too. Possibly, possibly. Yeah, we'll we'll figure all that out. Yeah. But we've got lots of exciting stuff coming up on the Patreon and on the main season. So stay tuned. Meantime, since we're on Patreon, let's thank our patrons. We would like to thank first and foremost Casey Scheibe, John Scheibe, guys. Thank you. You have supported us through the first five Planet of the Apes movies, and with any luck, you'll keep supporting us through the last four Planet of the yes. Apes movies. Who yes. knows, dude? When we finish, the, by the time we get through these damn movies, there might be another one in theaters. That we there probably watch. will be. Who even knows? Jesus. Uh, we also like to thank. Uh, we would like to thank Daniel Pelshaw, you and your beautiful face, and I'm glad that you were able to watch most, if not all, of these movies with me on the couch. A no rapey in the apey movies, if you know that's what I'm true. saying. That's yeah. true, and that's nice because it it's not. Nice. It's not often, Carl, that you run into a movie on this show of ours that doesn't have at least a sous-son of rapes right, somewhere in exactly. it. It's great. I didn't realize how much, how much like some some of it's due to like uh, just like the movie being from the seventies, where you're like, right. I don't know if she consented to that, but right. I was I've I've been really surprised by how much rape we've run into. Yeah, because we we knew going into I Spit on Your Grave that that's well, what that course. damn movie right. is. But, but there was a lot. There's that, a lot of movies where we're spinning it, and I'm like, oh, there's a. They just that's in there. Wow, yep. didn't realize that was there. It's 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 surprisingly all surprisingly no rapey, man. I love it. Yeah, it's this, so this has been nice. a nice change yeah. of pace for sure. <sighs> it's like wearing a nice sweater. Yeah, let's thank Connor Sweeney. You said sweater, and he is always just he's he's a cable knit guy. He is. He wears the cable knit mm, sweaters, and he's cozy. He is. He's a cuddle bug. Mm. Bit of a cuddle bug. We'll get him back on the show pretty if soon. If you ever as a, can, as a you want to head right. You're just all about making weird microphones. I know. And we have a new patron. Yeah, Katie Clark. Thank you so much for popping on by and and helping us support the the Patreon. And Clark, we appreciate the best, the best darn bard in the business. Best darn bard in the business. She'll she'll uh, keep you she'll keep you alive when when that barbarian kicks the door uh, down. Is she part of your D and D? Oh yeah. Awesome. She keeps the party alive and enthused when we're doing stupid shit. So <laughs> she's like, I guess I'll get the liar out. Fucking idiots. Yeah. If you want to drop us a line, as always, it's measuringflixpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you're gonna get one more Patreon Patreon episode. This month so now that you've heard the original five why don't you stay tuned and uh let's find Marky out together Mark and the funky bunch <laughs> is gonna get all up in your eight business yeah tune in uh, tune in next time for marky mark and the monkey bunch <laughs> what did i miss that i don't know dude it's laying right there on the ground i just picked it up sure dusted did. it off smack that shit into the outfield baby called your homer <laughs>